me tell you, Tanner, I uh, recently discovered this little place called Eat Fit Go. And let me say, this isn't an ad. And also, I didn't recently discover them. I discovered them quite a long time ago, almost three years ago, in fact. Uh huh. But I've recently discovered this meal from them, and it's the it's the kicking chicken chicken fried rice. And let me say, it's a delicacy and it's healthy. It's good for you. Mm. 470 calories in this bad boy. And uh, it is full of protein. And if you don't mind, I'm going to throw a little red hot on here. By all means. Oh, I love when I can just drip it on there. Mm. That's what living's all about. Tanner. Tim said he's going to be a little late. Yeah, I saw that. That fucking guy. I see what he does at the office. I see what he does. These reasons he's late, he's sitting down and he's not doing anything. I see him. He just sits there. He sits there. He doesn't do anything. This is great uh, ASMR. I don't want to listen to you eat. Oh. I'm gonna leave. Oh fuck! I need to get some napkins. God, my ass. <laughs> what is? What have you done? Yeah. What have you done to yourself? Pulled something. Doing what? Just getting a little athletic. <laughs> oh! Oh! God. All right. I did go running the other day, but it has nothing to do with it. I don't know. We'll go with that. God, this chicken fried rice is good. Let me tell you. Mm. Need a napkin. Jesus. Been a been a minute since I've had a lining kugel. Yeah. Let me tell you, it's delicious. You're good stuff. Happy birthday, Aunt Francis. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, I'm so fucking tired. You look over the Trello. Yeah. Good. Yep. <clears throat> Don't know what this is. I can't get my bank account to update like my balance. Like I keep checking and it's like the balance from two days ago. I don't know what's going on. It's freaking me out. Yeah. It can be weird sometimes. I lost my debit card last week. Which has been a real pain in the ass. How'd you lose it? What'd you do? I went out to Lulu's last Thursday mm. in Westwood. Um, Not Westport. No. There's only two Lulu's. There's one in Westwood and one in Crossroads in Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Not Westport. Crossroads. That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I've been to both. But anyways, 
Went to the one in Westwood. Not that it matters which location it was. But, um, and I think I just... I, I paid for the food, and I think when they handed the card back, I must have just set it to the side on the table mm. to fill out the receipt and didn't put it back in my wallet. That's the only thing I can think of, because then the next day, Friday, I'm, I'm packing, getting ready to go out of town, and I was going to buy some tickets to a show that was Monday night, and I go to buy them online, open up my wallet to get my debit card out, well, you know, it's not there. And I'm leaving in an hour, so I kind of did a scramble around my room and, you know, pulled everything out of my wallet, checked every pocket, uh -huh. <laughs> every item of clothing, whether or not, like, I wore it the previous day. <laughs> and couldn't find it, so I called Lulu's to see if they had it. Um, and I don't know if I, like, called before they opened or something. But it went to a voicemail, and they never called back. You think someone was out freewheeling with your debit card? I don't know. Maybe. Nothing weird's shown up on my bank account, but I didn't have time to, you know, go up there. So I just had to call the bank and cancel the card, and then they're sending me a replacement. But I don't know how long that's going to take to get here. This is real annoying. Yeah, well, just uh, let me know when you should expect that in the mail. <laughs> Hey, hey, Tim. What? Why, hello there. Welcome. What uh, all did I miss? Nothing. Nothing. <clears throat> Tanner lost his debit card. Did you really? Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. He also brought out his uh, donuts. He, you notice that he always has them sitting right there. Because you guys are always in the way when I'm going to put them in the fridge. No, no, no. They're, they're your emotional your dinner over they're, here. They're your emotional support <laughs> donuts. That's true. I thought you were just are. trying to tease us. No. You can't have them, but I'm not, I'm not teasing you either. Look at these delicious donuts. Don't look at them. So close, but you can't have any. So close, but so out of reach. Where'd you uh, Where'd you lose your debit card at? Oh, we already went over that. Uh, I think it was at Lulu's. Well, fine. <laughs> I'll just listen to the podcast so I can catch up with what I missed. Right, and um, yeah. So how about we get this show on the road, boys? On today's Cinemaxic, we're going to have a lot of things to talk about. We're going to talk about things in the box office. But most importantly, we're going to talk about things in the news. Richard Madden, you got my Game of Thrones and your Marvel. That's a bad joke. Oh, and that's not going to land. <laughs> Batman is delayed again? What the hell is going on over at DC? Am I right, boys? Avatar has been delayed and Detective Pikachu has arrived to rave reviews. That's all going to happen right now, right here. It's time to dive in. This is Cinemaxic. Oh, that's very nice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's very good. That's very good. Um, yeah, boys, welcome back to another uh, riveting episode of Game. <laughs> I was about to oh say, my. I was about to say Game of Thrones, but I actually—that's <laughs> not what this is. This is cinematic, and uh, sorry, I think this Frank's Red Hot is really doing me dirty. I wanted to so. 
I wanted to open today's episode with acknowledgement um, and maybe a moment of silence and remembrance. Um, we lost someone today. We lost, we lost someone. Um, and by someone, I mean we lost something. Um, and I feel like everyone who cares about movies knows just who we lost. So with that being said, I, I want to say rest in peace to the Gambit movie starring Channing Tatum. Um, it was, it lived a long life, a long life, but a short life at the same time because nothing ever came of it. Nothing ever happened. And poor Channing. Channing got married and divorced in the span of time that this movie was around and I think that should stand for something. So if we would be okay with this, I'd like to open the podcast. It's just a, a moment of silence, please. Yeah, silence is good for a podcast. So, um, man, I can't wait to hear did, what he says about did, Peter Mayhew. So, did we? Uh, this, did we? Hey, this isn't Force Vision. Uh, you're gonna have to. You're gonna this have isn't to Force out, Vision. Uh, no, I know, but you're gonna have to outdo that. Because if you respect Gambit more than you respect Peter Mayhew, well, actually, I have a great Peter Mayhew story to tell that I experienced personally with Peter himself on Force Vision. So, when mm. we do our little remembrance thing. Okay. On him, that'll be definitely check out that episode next. Boys, what did we watch this week? We check anything new out, uh, movie wise? I'm gonna be honest with you. I have not felt like I've done anything for a new movie. Do not eat no. during the podcast. What? Oh my god. Oh my. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen any new movies. I, however, did watch A New Hope for May the Fourth because you have to watch a Star Wars movie on May the Fourth. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. I was out of town all weekend. Um didn't really get a chance to watch anything. Man, you just you're you're just a traveler now. Yeah. I like to travel, you know, see the world. You know what's terrible? Where'd just you go? go out and do it, guys. I think this is now the third Just go out and you, it's not just borrow your mom, borrow your parents' money, go out, travel anywhere, go to Europe for two months. It's easy. Borrow, it's not hard. Borrow Super your easy. mom and then borrow your parents' money or Borrow your mom's parents' money. See if you're... <laughs> um, They're old. They can't travel anymore. And if you're not traveling the world, you're f- fucking lame. That's right. Wow. I'll get that tattooed on my inner thigh. Um, you know what's hilarious? I think this is now like the third freaking podcast in a row where we've entered with, watch anything new, <laughs> new this week, boys. No, I didn't get around anything. I, you know, that's what this podcast is about. We're just here to just bullshit about movie news and talk about movies. We, yeah. we just so happen to have not seen anything. I mean, the last thing I saw was Endgame. Yeah. I did not get to stick around for the discussion on that. Um, and and this relates to your true. your back injury. Um, so you what I would nothing. Neither here nor there. Whoa. Sorry, no. He was he heard it running. <clears throat> um, I didn't really watch anything. Um. New this week, I did. I, I started that street food little documentary series on Netflix. That's actually really good. It's not bad. Uh, Suspiria is on Amazon Prime now, so I'm probably going to try to watch that this weekend. So I'll talk about it next week. If there's one thing I'm happy about missing so many movies in theaters is that I'm going to have a ton of rentals that I can check out very soon. There's actually a really. Uh, 
I was hoping it would release wider, but maybe it's like doing like I don't know why indie movies do this. They do this thing when they actually actually release in America to a very small amount of theaters, if any, and then they do like a wide release later, and it's really annoying. There's this new movie I, I, with Tessa Thompson, I believe, and uh, uh, who's the girl who's in Baby Men in Driver? Black. The girl in Baby, yeah, and the girl who's in Baby Driver. Lily James. There's a movie with uh, Tessa Thompson and Lily James that I thought looked really, really good. Um, let me look up the title of that. Um, and I didn't get to see it because that was the movie I wanted to see next. And it, it wasn't anything Oops. near me. Um, what the hell? Little Woods. Oh, Little Woods. It says it's a t- 2018 release, but it was it's not actually getting a theatrical release till now, I guess. But Tessa Thompson, shout out to her, man. She's been in a lot of things. I like her. Yeah. She's great. She has a lot of uh, emotional prowess to her to her acting. Emotional prowess. That's the thing. Okay, you guys go ahead and keep talking. I'm going to finish eating this dinner real quick. Um, I, God. I'm bummed I couldn't do the endgame discussion. I want yeah, to reiterate. We're bummed, we're bummed too. Uh, if I can just... Talk about it for just a second. Yeah, I'm not go gonna ahead. take go up ahead. too much of it because that was all last episode. Uh but guys, I think it's the best Marvel movie so far. The best the I best think it's one the ever. Best one. Over Guardians. Oh yeah. Most of them are I mean Guardians is fun, but it's so you, it's mid level Marvel film, I think. Better than Infinity War. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't really think of any other ones that I would kind of put in the same tier. I mean, there are definitely things I didn't totally like about it. Um, like I kind of said, like the t- actual time heist part. Mm-hmm. I felt like that sec- that sequence didn't have like a lot of stakes. It felt because they established right. that these are all alternate timelines that aren't going to affect anything right. in the main timeline unless they bring something back with them. Right. So with that in mind, it's like you're just kind of watching some fun shenanigans, but it's not like. Right. Yeah, and you know. Yeah, and the only stake they had was they they're only just had getting the stones, but use. you know they're going to get the stones. Right. But I mean, on top of that was they only had two uses for yeah. going there and back. Also, and they didn't really play into it very much. I felt and, like that was also a little bit of a Deus Ex Machina, like to be like, oh, time travel works this way. Go, there's a linear timeline, but and I mean, good on them. If I mean, people are happy with this, but good on them. But it did seem like a little convenience, like. But if you go back in time, you can do whatever the hell you want. That actually just creates a different timeline that doesn't well, sync up with Well, I mean, own. that's just how it works in the Marvel universe, I guess. It's funny people getting bent about time travel mechanics, which uh, is a purely hypothetical thing in real life. Like, time yeah. travel doesn't exist. You so never travel through time? They can have it work however the hell they want it to work. Yeah. I mean, I no one's yesterday. questioning how the Hulk merged with, with Bruce George Banner. Banner. Right. And that was, I would have liked Hulk to have a big action moment. But yeah, he he. I mean, again, as I said in the last pod, he had a very minimal role. Um, I will say one thing I thought of. It's not like a plot hole, but like if the main concern with the time heist is them having enough pin particles, why didn't they go back to a point in place and time where they knew there was a shit ton of them and then grab those first and then go from there? You know what I mean? There, to be to be honest, with yeah, you, the, movie's a, the movie's a great entertaining thing. But, but either you, then, that's if you sit back and if yeah, you, if you sit back and like look at it, right. I mean, there's a billion plot holes that you. Can I come don't up with, think but, there's really yeah. that many. I think if you can, you can really nitpick it. 
say they should have done this instead. Sure. But oh, yeah, there's it's not like wide open glaring. One, one thing I can't remember. I listened to your guys's to the episode last week. Can't remember if you talked about this or not. But I remember thinking that the end with Captain America, his mm-hmm. sort of ending, to me it seemed like it contradicted the rules they set up for time travel. Because, like, how is he an old man if he went back to the past? Did he go back earlier in the main timeline and live to be an old man? But the directors in a Q&A said that he lived his life in an alternate timeline and then at this point found a way to jump back to the main timeline to give Falcon the shield. I wish they would have said that in the film itself. Oh. Yeah, that's still, that's, I don't know. That still seems like, I don't know. That still seems but, weird. That is anyways. Odd. Anyways, yeah, let's not spend let's not spend a yeah. ton of time on Endgame. We had an hour and a half. My bad. Of that. No, Loved you're fine. It. It's good to bring it up. I just we just talked about it Wait, for an hour and a half, so I don't want to speak too much. What on uh it. What, what so what would you rate it? Uh like an eight point eight out of ten, maybe. Eight point eight. So yeah. a, so a solid four and a half out of five. I think that's what you gave it on Letterboxd. Yeah. Wow. So um, let's go ahead and move on to in the box office. I, I wanted to point out there was a couple big films coming, and one of them is Detective Pikachu, and I don't want to get in too far into that, but Detective Pikachu is sitting at 71% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I think this is going to do incredible amounts of money because uh, adults and children alike are going to be super interested in I seeing I think it's going to shock the world. And in Japan especially, it's in China and Japan especially, it's going to freaking blow up so i i uh, am very excited about that but also a movie apparently i mean it's sitting at 47 percent rotten um but the tolkien movie uh i i'm kind of interested in that i know it wasn't necessarily embraced by the tolkien family but i do know that the tolkien family is notoriously strict about what well, gums and goes from there probably because uh, what's his name christopher tolkien his son yeah he's probably not getting like super fucking rich off of it which is why he's throwing a fit i mean i don't know about that but i i mean if you look at lord of the rings content all of it's been super quality uh, in terms of the video games in terms of the movies and uh i mean the hobbit you can say what you will about it but it's still an entertaining movie series to say the least and it's still done well maybe not done well for lord of the rings fans but if you're just a general audience member i have no idea why you wouldn't like the hobbit series if we if we ever in the future do kind of like an episode devoted to just like a franchise or a series of films i'd love to talk about the hobbit films um yeah, I love the first Hobbit movie. Yeah, really like the second one, and kind of hate the third one. Like they get worse as they go. Anyways, there's a lot of opinions on it. I think it's a mixed bag. Yeah, I agree. Blah blah blah. I, we, we can I, definitely do on. that after our Christopher Nolan podcast. <laughs> right. I enjoyed. I enjoyed them just for. I enjoyed them for what they were. Uh, I I had fun with them. I have no problem with them. But yeah, this this. Uh, I mean, I don't have not to say I don't have any problems with them. I do have some issues, but I mean, it's Peter Jackson enough. was given a ton of like very little time to get it to get that series going um and uh, he did the best he could but um yeah so that tolkien franchise is something to uh or a tolkien movie rather is uh in the box office might be worth checking out uh ign said some good things about it says it's a good little love story uh that also is you can kind of see the true to life i mean the truth behind how lord of the rings came about and his inspirations for it so it's a, it's a, I think it's a movie that would get a lot more uh, publicity if it was supported by uh, 
the Tolkien family. I think them coming out and saying like disowning it automatically made critics think like, oh gosh, this is probably going to be totally false. Oh, absolutely not. Oh, I think. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, if if the if, if the Tolkien family comes out and disowns it, I mean, it's already going to put a bad taste in a lot of viewers' mouth. I mean, I already have a bad taste in my mouth thinking of that. I don't know. If the if the Tolkien family said we don't approve of this. Sometimes you're just like, okay, how much of this is factual? How much are they just going off of? Because they don't have any of the Tolkien's to talk to about him. They're kind of just going off of I reference. Mean, family members can be quite biased. Sure, but yeah, I I, I agree. But still, there there's got to be a little bit of. I mean, it's like if if they did a story on like Sylvester Stallone, right? After he passed away or something, his son came out and said like, yeah, I don't approve of this movie at all. Like you're going to be like, I mean, okay, well I guess his own son doesn't want to see the movie. So it's, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, but yeah, that's those are the two big films in the box office this weekend. I think detective Pikachu is obviously going to destroy in that. So something to check out. Um, now let's see. Uh, let's go ahead and go into in the news. One second. It's time for the cashews. Ooh, got rhymes today. Did you play Fallout 3? Anyone? Three Dog, the radio host? No. There's a little riff on that. Okay, I, didn't play, I didn't Moving play Fallout 3. Tim played it religiously. I did. I don't remember that part, though. Three Dog? He's the radio host. Oh, that's right. It's been a while. Yeah. I think it's been almost seven years. Anyways... <laughs> <laughs> the the speaking of a seven to eight year Shout old out video three game, dog. yeah. Um, Richard Madden apparently is going to join the Eternals. God, he's so hot. Oh uh, yeah, he's a good looking dude. The and, best Stark, and and I loved him as Rob mm-hmm. Stark on mm-hmm. on uh, Game of Thrones, and I loved him and, back when that show was good. Yep. Yeah, and, and I, uh, George R. R. Martin actually contributed, and I know. loved him in uh, what was he in in Netflix? Was it The Bodyguard or something like that? Yeah, well, I heard that was good. I haven't watched it. I, dude, that was a very intense, very intense uh, TV show that I absolutely loved, and he was excellent in it. He is just a really gifted actor. I've been, um, dying. yeah, it's called Bodyguard. Bodyguard. I've been dying for him to break out into movies i know he was yeah. in the live action sleeping beauty like, cinderella cinderella however in, many years ago which i never saw he's in, rocket, seen it either. He's in rocket man he is that's in true man. yeah yeah yep. so i mean he he has the leading man look and everything i i would totally be a fan of God, him being he's cast. such a handsome bastard and i, I can't would, stand it he, he's got an impressive jawline and um and i hear schlong's pretty big too but let's see if he's we can got have it all as, he's really got it all <laughs> let's I want to. I would love to see him as Bruce Wayne. I think he'd be a great Batman if if he kept the accent. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, you just think, look at that guy. Mm, look I, at him. I I'd like a James Bond. You can barely I'll see take him, him as a picture. James Bond. Oh, I'm sorry. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> just look at the picture. Who's that one? Oh yeah, he's a good looking guy. Tim, show me this picture. It's like so, him hugging him, someone, and he can barely be seen. Yeah, you can what, see a, his what a nice. lovable guy. Like, that's a beautiful forehead right there. Man, he's yeah. hot. He could definitely play the uh, billionaire playboy. Yeah, but I'm excited for him to join uh, the Eternals. I, you know, I'm super nervous about Marvel's next like phase of films because I don't. I mean, I. Like honestly, the newest hero they introduced that's going to be a part of their next big phase, Captain Marvel. Zero interest in her character. Zero interest in her movie. Didn't go see it. I'm so I'm nervous. Like, are they going to like keep zero? In- absolutely no interest at all. I uh, here's how much interest I had in Captain Marvel. 
I called Drew uh, one day on a walk because I wanted to tell him a Star Wars theory I had. And I just straight up, I just straight up asked him. I just straight up asked him to tell me the Captain Marvel spoilers because I could care less to go see it. I did not want to go sit in a theater to watch that movie. I had no interest in it. And I'm sure a lot of people feel that way about a lot of different superhero movies, especially with characters they don't care about. But that was like, I was like, damn, this is the only Marvel movie I have no interest in seeing. I was interested in Ant Man because I've heard of Ant Man. I was interested in Guardians of the Galaxy because I love Chris Pratt. I wanted to see Chris Pratt in a superhero movie. I. I Love Iron Man. There's a there's a little known Iron Man animated TV show that came out in the 90s. It didn't last very long, oh, but yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I loved that, and that made me a fan of Iron Man from the beginning. So when it actually is kind of funny when people said Iron Man's like a C level hero before Marvel made him a movie star. I was like. See level really? I always thought he was a pretty big. I had an action figure he, of him. I thought I mean, he was a pretty popular guy. I don't know. I've I've heard that as well. Where, uh, uh, yeah, Iron Man. He wasn't a extremely popular character. Um, it's I don't my know. Phone. Who, it's my yours. phone. It's Damn it, Tanner. <laughs> it, it, um, but yeah, I mean, Iron Man definitely boosted his. Uh, I guess market share of you know being one of the most popular superheroes also but it's i should point out real quickly but what before you finish your point that i i mean my opinion on that apparently means shit because the movie made a billion dollars continue for uh captain marvel yes so one thing that i i mean that i i think we have to start to consider is they're starting to branch out the superheroes to be geared towards certain audiences and not every superhero like in the comics are going to be geared towards those specific audiences um now, I I can agree Captain Marvel was an okay movie, but then again, I'm not the audience that's specifically going to be emotionally affected by it. I mean, I, I enjoyed the character. I'm excited to see what they do with it and kind of how they're going to expand the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know, through Eternals and, you know, the cosmic. Um, but like I, I was talking to one of my coworkers and she kind of mentioned that, you know, she was on a golf team in high school and she was the only girl on the team and it was small enough where she had to play with the boys and the entire time, you know, they're just kind of bull- bull- bullying her and making fun of her. And she was saying that Captain Marvel was her favorite movie because during those scenes where she would, you know, fall down, flat on her face and kind of get back up, it really kind of affected her with what she went through growing up. Captain Marvel is her favorite movie? Really? I believe she said that. Or not not favorite movie of all time, favorite you Marvel know, movie. I think people are okay. Con- That's okay. That's connecting, fine to have. connecting more with the character and the um the her story the themes and how she... of the story right. rather than i think the overall quality of the film like right. to me it kind of sits in that it feels like a we've talked about this like a phase 1 right. film where like I agree. iron man's the only one that really aged particularly mm-hmm. well right or that i but, would ever rewatch yeah it kind of sits there. I like Captain there. America: The First Adventure. I've only, I didn't like that. I one. seen I, it I, once. I just had a stroke when I said that title. <clears throat> I said Captain America: The First Adventure. I think that I think that's a perfect uh, comparison because those are introductory movies that they just want you to get to know who the character is before they roll out, you know, the first yeah, Avengers. But, but, even, but it's so out. funny that we were talking about how the Captain Marvel movie felt like they kind of just rushed it so they could use this character in Endgame. But she doesn't really 
do much in right. Endgame. She doesn't right. do like, exactly. like she could have not been in the movie. S- someone on Reddit made a joke is like Captain Marvel has entered the chat. Captain Marvel has left the chat. The <laughs> and it only was like, thing she does is rescue Iron Man and Nebula, basically. And then, and then be yep. super OP. Like, oh, I'm just gonna fly through Thanos' ship and yeah. just destroy it real easy. And I'm yeah. like, I mean, she did that in her well, you haven't seen it, but she does the same thing in Captain Marvel. Yeah, but I mean, you know, let me correct my statement too. I guess like, no, I guess my statement isn't, I'm, that I'm wrong on that opinion. I guess they're gonna do just fine financially on every movie. Well, no, on every movie they're gonna do just fine financially. That's right. They'll make almost a billion dollars on nearly every movie, apparently. (laughs) But I mean, but but I guess to go into that. I but, guess but, it's like with the comics. As they start to introduce new characters, there's going to be characters you have zero interest in. Yeah, yeah. But that, that happens the, the, with... Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, the, what I'm trying to say is that they're going to be have no problem in the box office. I think they're going to have a problem with maybe fan engagement. Um, because though it's going to make a ton of money, I don't know if they're going to be engaged in those characters. But I again, I could be totally wrong. It, they could be. But it, you, you lose... When you lose the Hulk, you lose... <laughs> What Did you, you get that too? <laughs> yeah. Max's no. mic just tripled in volume out of nowhere. That's weird. Is it that was really normal? odd. Yeah. Huh. I, I don't know what just happened. To okay. um to <laughs> that's strange. Um but what was I saying? But like a uh, Hulk, Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor. I mean, they may not have been super popular, but I do feel like they were household names. Yeah. And Captain Marvel and is not. The to... Eternals is not. It's, you still have to think. They still have Spider-Man. He's the most well, popular Marvel character. Far From Home is his last movie on contract. I think I think they'll probably... Renew it? Renew it. You have to... Maybe, because Sony is plotting a huge Spider-Man universe because Venom made a ton of money for them. A ton of money. Yeah, and but so they're thinking, Disney has more money. They do. They do. But Sony's going to eventually want to play with their, play with their, their toys a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it could be, but they've done it before and they haven't been successful. But um, but they didn't have the grace of Marvel creating a character for them, and then because again, let's consider the general audience doesn't know about this. Like the general audience thinks the X Men movies take place in the MCU because a Marvel logo plays before the movies. Yeah. So when they take Tom Holland back and Sony has them, everyone's going to see Tom Holland and think, oh. This is the Spider-Man from the Avengers universe, and then they're going to go watch him, and they're going to pay a lot of money to do it. I think Sony, yeah. Sony I mean, has the to be thinking fan, that. Average fan, yeah. And I'm going to go see I mean, a Sony Tom Holland movie. I'll go see that. Yeah, I, I would. I, I, I mean, very much like it, Tom Holland. I guess I wouldn't like that, because they'd have to do a massive character readjustment. I mean, right now, from and I think we're going to go over this in a little bit with the trailer, but I mean, a big emphasis is how he's reacting after Iron Man died. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to have to completely throw all of that out because I don't think they'd be able to include that due to Disney owning yeah. Iron Man's rights. But um, I, I mean, I I, I can't. I, I imagine him being in the next phase. I, I don't. Yeah. I, I just don't I'm just interested because like the Eternals is a movie that would probably be very successful in the phase like one through three movies with Iron Man and Captain America movies coming out, and we know the Eternals will be a part of these big conflict movies. So I'm concerned about these smaller characters. We're gonna get that same fan engagement. I know. I I just can't see myself like even with like Star Lord in a situation that Iron Man found himself in, and like mm-hmm. maybe a, the ending of like Phase Six, and there's another big event like this. I don't see my, myself caring for a character like I did Tony Stark, or because uh, none of them are just. It just yeah, it's going to be very but, interesting. You know that that also 
it's not I, I wouldn't say it's the character as much as it as it is the actor. Yeah. So I mean we there's still chance chances to introduce a new character. Um I mean the next Guardians, I think they're gonna introduce Adam Warlock. Yeah. Um so I mean he could definitely take things away. Um I don't know what else they're gonna do. I mean, they have a lot of characters to play with. Yeah. And but, the new streaming service. Yeah. So they we'll can see. introduce characters through that as well. We'll see what happens. It's I mean, it's gonna be interesting. Their their backs are kinda I don't want to say their backs against the wall. They just had a massive finale, but we'll have to see what they do with the characters that they have left to play with. Because I mean, Captain America, Hulk. I assume Hulk would probably be done, and uh, yeah, Iron Man is done. Um, but since we're on the topic of Marvel, how about that Far From Home trailer? Did we take all take a look at that? We watched that. Yep. Yeah. Um, What's Far From Home? I thought it was. Um, oh, it's the. Uh, it's it's literally uh, it's like Texas. It's it's far from your house. I was oh, just in okay. Texas. Oh, is that where you went on vacation? About eight and a half hours from here. It is. That's far from home. So you drove. Yep. All right. Now that we've nice. talked about far from home, um, no, the uh, the trailer was good. I thought it gave away a lot. Well, they had a little Tom Holland yeah. PSA in the beginning where he's like, "Oi!" Oh, and then not that Endgame spoilers, and then Oi. like the trailers immediately Oi. like Iron Man's dead. Iron Man is, yeah. is Tom Holland's British accent now like super old school Brit. Oi. Hey, Captain! There's a lot of spoilers. As Max would say, that's uh, Cockney. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's that's Cockney British. That's spot on Cockney Um, British. I thought the movie. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that it gave away Endgame spoilers. I was totally okay with that. It was that like they brought up the multiverse in the trailer, and I thought the multiverse would be a big reveal. But here's the thing: is that bullshit? I don't think it is because that makes sense. So that does it could be because but Mysterio's shtick in the comics, right, is that it's all smoke and mirrors. So is that just part of his ruse, or mm. are they actually saying Mysterio is a magical being from a different I universe? Mean, there's a potential right. for that. I just wonder, like, they would they introduce the multiverse in a trailer and then take that away from their fans because the diehard Marvel fans are flipping shit over the multiverse idea. They love the multiverse. That's what makes comic yeah, fans absolutely. Like, they showed excited. in the trailer. Force Awakens had Luke talking and then No, that would be I mean it would be very similar, I think, to like Palpatine what? laughing at the Didn't Luke talk in the Force Awakens trailer? Yeah. yeah. And then he was in it for very, very little. I think that's I think I scene. think a better example would be oh. Palpatine laughing at the end of the trailer and then there'd be no and then ending up no Palpatine in episode nine or something like that. It, it that seems like because Marvel fans love the multiverse, like I said, so it'd be interesting I, if I they don't. just introduce it. I think it's gonna no. be in it because I think that's how they're gonna introduce the X Men. Well, okay. yeah. seems, seems to be the thing that that's makes the sense. only logical way. Because the X-Men are mutants. They're not just going to magically pop up and start being well, mutants. I like the they theory. They already said that, I mean, if, if the snap tore a hole in reality or whatever, and that's mm-hmm. how Mysterio got, they could also just say that, you know, the people who were unsnapped all of a sudden have, like, I don't know, mutant yeah, powers. I, was, I, I like, the, yes, that I like well. the theory of people being in the Soul Stone and being born into the into the world again from the soul stone and then they have these mystical powers that would be a way to introduce the x-men it just the thing yeah. that's bad about that though is the whole thing about the x-men is that they come from a lot of times come from regular parents and they're born mutants and then the parents are totally normal people so i don't know if how much i like that idea so it's interesting yeah. i think the multiverse could if they do the multiverse idea i would have to think the x-men are totally disconnected from the current mcu and have nothing to do with it i wouldn't be surprised if phase four is the 
like the like definitive end of this MCU and the next phase is like a whole new world type of thing in the multiverse that introduces X-Men and stuff like that because it just I mean I don't know I'm not one of the professional writers I'm not a comic book writer or anything like that so I wouldn't know exactly what ideas they're you know tossing around but Mm -hmm. I think they want to since they got the X-Men they want to do it right and the X-Men are born um, they're not like created um, and they've been around on earth for a while type of thing Uh, this isn't just like a all of a sudden everyone has these powers so it's interesting Uh, we'll see we'll have to see because that's what's cool about the X-Men is like oh finding out that back in like 1960 like this person was a mutant and kind of like men in black with the aliens undercover type of thing. That's like what makes X-Men really cool. I feel like that's yeah. part of their lore. So I don't know. I don't know what. No, no man. Wolverine makes X-Men cool. That's also true. Yeah. It's also true. The coolest X-Men. But, but the far from home trailer looked good. I love Spider-Man. It looks like a really, I mean, we're kind of, it looks like we're getting Spider-Man in his prime, which is fun. Um, uh, he looks like he's kicking ass out there and yeah and uh i'm excited about that i love the this i i want to call it a stealth suit i don't but the the it's covert the sneaky spy Spidey noir or something yeah it looks like the spider-man noir yeah outfit i mean yeah. it's not what it is but i, I actually did, i was kind of bummed out by that because like the in the comics like his stealth suits are super cool and they make no sense because it's like all black and has like a big glowing spider on yeah. it but it looks really badass and uh they do it like black and red and and they're like really streamlined and this one it looks like he's kind of just literally wearing a swat outfit with the spider-man mask yeah that's what people like so i feel like this something this is something he probably created himself um, I don't know. This might be after Nick, Nick Fury maybe, gave it I'm to sure him. I'm sure yeah. he's only going to have it for like one sequence in the whole movie. We're going to get like four suits yeah. in this. I think we're going to get his traditional one, his the Iron, Iron Spider, Spider, the the Spidey undercover one, and then the, his new one, which is well, like this a black. more of a black. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah that, the, which one? So it's like, it looks like his, his normal suit he had before the Iron Spider suit. Just mm-hmm. different but details. instead of the blue, it's black. And it's got a little bit deeper. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's got the little is, the spider. The spider is bigger, too. Which is reminiscent of his very early uh, comic book yeah. cover. Or, yeah, where it was black the one thing, blue. The, I'm... The one thing I was hoping is I, because I think this is, I mean, if this ends up being Marvel's last movie with Spider-Man, I was hoping to see, like, Spider-Man is, like, the one character, honestly, that you could keep making movies of. You can make, like, six movies with Tom Holland, and I'll see every one of them. I think that goes for everyone, because he has such an amazing villain, villain rogues gallery that you could just make movie after movie after movie after movie with him and I, mm-hmm. we, any people would flock to see him so i'm kind of bummed if this turns out to be marvel's last movie that we don't get to see him in new york and but i do like that we get get mysterio one of his more uh underutilized I mean, villains that mm-hmm. people love yeah i i really doubt that sony isn't going to just let marvel keep using him because they get to make all this money and like not really have, yeah, to, not do have any to do of anything. The work. They just slap their name on the. And with as, how successful Venom was, how successful Into the Spider Verse was, I'm hoping Sony realizes that they can do things with the Spider Man IP without having like a live action. Yeah, and they could always. I agree, right, and they exactly. could always. They could always take him back whenever they like. Whenever the contract's up, they can always have him back. Type of thing. So, I think they'll re. I think they'll renegotiate. I really hope so. No, I think. I. I think there's a very. 
large chance that they renegotiate. Um, but at some point, I think Marvel also has to like look at the raising cost, the rising cost of making movies too, and think, okay, it, we got our Spider-Man movies. Is it worth to keep renting Spider-Man from and from Sony and splitting all these profits when really they're just? I mean, at some point they're just doing it to serve fans. But a uh, uh, fun little thing though, uh, Sony didn't buy the. They bought the movie rights. They didn't buy the toy rights from Marvel. So Marvel gets all the money from all the toys, all the merchandise that well, they, that they get. They get all of it. So, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, Does that include video games? What's that? Does that include video games? I believe so. Actually, I don't even think I don't think Sony has any say in uh, Spider-Man video games. I think that's totally mm. totally different area that was never um, clarified. Um, okay, moving on to more superhero stuff. Uh, Batman is apparently delayed. It was supposed to start filming in November. We haven't gotten a single casting announcement. We haven't got any updates on production. Um, it, but the rumor is apparently it's getting delayed because the script is still uh, getting tweaked. And to that I say, how long? I mean, freaking Matt Reeves has been working on this for three years now. Yep. Almost more than more than three years, he's been working on this movie, and he still doesn't have a script. One, that's starting to make me nervous. Like I don't, and, mm-hmm. and two, I'm like, I'm over the whole like we want to make it perfect thing. I'm like, make the movie. Like just go make the movie. If you don't I think, think it's good enough with three years into writing it, then it's starting to get frustrating. I think with a character like Batman, though, if they don't make it perfect, there's going to be a lot of backlash, and that could ultimately be the end of DC. Um, because I mean, if you can't be successful with Batman, then you're you're in trouble. So, yeah. What do you know. think, Tanner? Batman? Oh my Jesus God! <laughs> you too. What are you I, talking about? I, I could, I... <laughs> so Max texts me when you guys are talking about Tolkien and Tolkien, Tolkien, <laughs> Tolkien, whatever. He's like, get off your damn phone. I was looking at Rod. I did not tomatoes, say that. I said we're talking about. I said get office. off your phone and participate. He said, "Damn." There's a lot. There is a lot of times I start talking and then I go to I go to avoid. I just want to make sure you guys are listening because I don't want to have to have another like span of thirty seconds where um, no one says anything. It's it's a common thing in the Cinemaxic podcast where I say something and then I wait fifteen seconds hey, for you to hey, go. It's it's happened. Oh wait, what's going on? You're not you're not perfect though. <laughs> I, I'm not perfect, and I'm not really angry. You're like Matt Reeves' uh, script. <laughs> we all need a little tweaking. But I am a little upset though that Matt Reeves has not <laughs> finished the script yet in three years. I mean, I'm not. It's like it's whatever. But like it has been a while. It's we been need in talks for we need a ever. Batman movie, and he 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 came on, and then he said, "No, I'm not going to do this because WB isn't letting me do what I want." And then he's like, "Okay, I'm back on." And it's like, oh, by the way, it's been three years, and I still haven't finished well, this. Well, wasn't Ben Affleck was rewriting the script back when he this, was still involved? This was this yeah. was actually this is after. So it ben, hasn't been three years since Ben Affleck. It's been about exited. two. It, it, it hasn't even been two. No, it's no, been like Matt, one. No, Matt Reeves came on in 2017, early sure, 2017. But Ben Affleck had he was working on a script treatment. Yes, and then Ben Affleck decided to not direct right. but to star and to produce and then they asked matt reeves to do it and matt reeves said okay and then he decided to not do it and he dropped out of the project and then they were scrambling for a director again and then they asked matt reeves to do it again and then he came back and did it because wb said okay hands off and that was about two and a half years ago that was like that was here's, a long time here's ago. an idea 
um, Batman into the Batverse. I'm totally okay. Oh, with I'm, I'm totally okay with an animated Batman. Movie. Animated, but all the live action Batmans. So George Clooney, Val Kilmer, Adam <laughs> West, mm. uh, Christian Bale. Give us a call. I like DC. that. Um, Iron Man. It's just in it. For I some mean, you reason. gotta have Iron Man. Um, I don't have anywhere else to go with that bit. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. There's so much we can talk about it because, again, there's no casting. Uh, we have no idea who's going to be in it. Are they still going to do the whole, like, in the past theme? Where he's going to yeah, be younger yeah, he's Batman gonna, he's in like, 20s? Apparently, well, we, don't, we, have no, we have no actual facts on, on what's going to happen with that uh, yet. But the heavy rumor is that he is going to be uh, taking place in the past. Uh, as like a very young, maybe just getting started Batman. Maybe it's going to be Tom Holland, Holland, and they're just waiting for him to finish up his Spidey. No, man, bring in Richard Madden. Bring in Robert Pattinson. I don't know. I just like. I just want. I want a lot of this to start rolling. But uh, since we since we're getting so close, and there's not even been a cast announcement, it's you have to give the guy the time to prepare to be Batman. And if you're going to start production in November. It's not quite there, but you're getting close to the time where you're like you're not giving the guy uh, time to time to, to pr- prepare uh, to, to, pr- the, to like actually yeah. be Batman. They're waiting for Timothy Chalamet to bulk up. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet <laughs> is gonna like come out in June and be like, and and he's gonna be ripped out of his mind, and they won't even announce him yet. And we're like, oh my god! And then the next headline is Timothy Chalamet is Batman. Oh yeah. Um. Avatar also got delayed. I'm okay with that. I'm not excited for Avatar. I have no problem with Avatar movies. I don't know why. Maybe five you mean movie, movie. Uh, but I, I, well, I have no problem with them. Like I don't, I don't. Oh, making six total. <laughs> uh, there's a. There... <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they greenlit five right off the bat. I guess because it's maybe the most profitable movie of all time. Um, but. It got delayed a year. It's supposed to come out in 2020. It's coming out in 2021. And the sequels got delayed two years each. So um, we'll be seeing Avatar movies into the 2030s. Oh. Hopefully I'm not alive then. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. I just... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Avatar is <laughs> cool, but like, other than the fact it made a shit ton of money, who... It had like zero cultural impact. Like yeah. you don't see kids walking around with Avatar T-shirts. I mean, people don't talk about it mm-hmm. or get into arguments about it on the internet, other than like whether or not it really merits as many sequels as it's getting. I just don't get it. I don't either. I, I I've only, so I've only seen it a few times. Yeah, it, you you don't get excited about it like you do with Star Wars, Harry Potter. Any Marvel or DC movie. I don't even remember any of the characters' names. I oh remember. yeah, there was a uh, um, Jake wheelchair man. I think Jake is his name actually. I think I, I, th- I think I, I just. I think you're. I think that's right. I think I he just was in a wheelchair. And um, then there's uh there's angry there's angry dude who looks like the bad guy, guy from it's Little the, Soldiers. It's the blo- oh exactly oh yeah <laughs> nice. It's the blind guy from Don't Breathe. Oh yeah. Um, Scott Lang. There's a lot of Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang. Oh, 
That's it. Yeah, that's the people. Scotland's that's the person people Ant-Man. wanted. He wanted. They wanted him to. And be And then Kate. there's uh, the girl from Fast and Furious, I believe. Michelle Rodriguez. Doesn't she blow up? Yeah, she blows up. Michelle Rodriguez was in that. Yeah, she was like yeah. a pilot. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. She blows up. Oh, huh, yeah. She's she. Uh, oh, she does blow up. Like, doesn't she? She probably she said does. something tough. Right before oh, she blew sorry. Up, I know. Last, she I was said thinking. One last ride. I was thinking of the girl who was in who's uh, the star of Jane the Virgin, and then went on to be Gina, in Gina Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, I was no, like, no, 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 no. She was in that. I was like, she would have been like fifteen. Um. Here's my biggest beef with the Avatar sequels is that since. Disney's now over that. They're alternating years with Avatar sequels and new Star Wars movies. Ugh. What if they do a crossover? Why can't you just do both in the same year? Just have them on opposite ends of the year. Yeah, I mean, they're going to do successful. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're reserving the May months for Marvel movies, and then December is going to be Star Wars or Avatar. But that's kind of upsetting. I want them to do more Star Wars movies. Cause what do they have? Well, we'll probably talk about this later, but don't they only oh, have my three? my off? No, I can hear you. Okay. The, do they only have three more Star Wars movies slated to that's be released? That's all they have slated, yeah. And like, See, it's, that's, that's just upsetting to me. I mean, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are like, you know, Star Wars needs room to breathe. Oversaturation, blah, blah, blah. Guys, no. I could have like two Star Wars movies a year be cool with I'd it. be fine that's what Marvel's been doing and people yeah. still love Marvel movies yeah I don't know it's interesting it's interesting we're gonna have to see what happens uh, I, I mean I'm excited for the sequel of Avatar I won't lie I mean I they've moved on from Why? the papyrus font uh, I liked it I enjoyed I enjoyed Avatar what was I'm, your favorite I'm, part about Avatar well I think the the part where they're in like the lighty tree part was like really cool mm. and I, I liked the world building of it. I thought they did a lot of good job like establishing lore. Um it, it's very over stylized and very it's very um I don't know, it's I don't know. It's it's very weird. It's very hard to describe it, I guess, the feeling that movie gives me. I like the movie. And I have no problem with it getting a sequel. Uh, there's plenty of worse sequels out there. There's plenty of worse, less deserving movies out there. Bad Moms Christmas. Um, grown so, Ups 2. You know, I remember yes, when I was grown ups one. sitting in the theater watching Avatar. And God, what year? This might have been my junior year in high I don't school. I want to say it came out in 2011. Senior year? Um, the only thing I could think of while watching it was... How badly it wanted, or it made me want to play. Oh, when did Avatar come out? Yeah. Oh, Avatar came out in like junior high. That was like ninth grade. That long grade. ago? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was like 2008. It made me want to play Whoa. World of Warcraft again because I was in the middle of a World of Warcraft break and the jungle kind of reminded 2009. me of uh, one of the zones in the game. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's I for me, it's kind of like one of those, I like it as a turn on and just leave it on in the background type of movie. <laughs> So sign of a good film. Yeah. Hey, I do that with like all the Harry Potter movies. That's like my number one sleep time movie. Mm. That's sleepy mm. time movie. Put mm. on Harry Potter and go mm. to bed. Um, and lastly, in the news, we have Chadwick Boseman. He's in a new movie called Yasuke. Um, and it's about the, tr- the true story of the very first black samurai. And this takes place a long time ago. But here's kind of what I hope for it. 
And here's where they'll probably go with it. They'll probably go with it as a straight up biopic. How I, however, how I would like it would be like uh, an ultra stylized, badass, historical, but ultra stylized action movie, uh, a la like Afro samurai video games or something like that, where you get this badass samurai or Afro ninja. I can't remember what that game was called. Afro samurai. Afro samurai. anime series though i think they made a game uh, they did make it, a but... game yeah um i would love to see something like that i think that would i i just think that could be really cool to see the you know the first black samurai be a total you know you know badass in this cool cool ultra stylized world i'm trying to think of something i could reference that has done this like they go back in the past but things are i don't know like almost like um what's that movie with uh bruce willis and it's black and white Sin City. Sin City. Yeah, even though Sin City is obviously a total fictionalized thing, it's like that. It just has a certain style to it that's not just straight up biopic. That's what I want to see, but it probably will be just a biopic. I don't um, know if biopic is necessarily accurate. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's not. just like a historical. A historical feature. Drama. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, historical drama is probably the better, the better um, tag for it in terms of genre. But yeah, Chadwick's in there. You guys uh, excited for that at all? Does that that intrigue you? It, it's yeah. one of the more intriguing movies I've I've seen come up recently. I like the idea. Um, I mean, it's I've I've never seen the Last Samurai. It's but, a story that deserves to be told. But no, I mean, this is the first I've heard of it. I mean, I'm excited. I think it'll be uh, an interesting movie because it's something that hasn't been made often. Um, so yeah, I'd say I'm excited. Sounds interesting, definitely. I mean, I like uh, Chadwick Boseman. I'd like to see him outside of um, Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely worth, uh, definitely worth a watch. Um, no doubt, no doubt. Um, okay, and it's time to move on to the main event of the podcast today, which is the story, Detective Pikachu. And the prospects of a Pokemon cinematic universe. So I wanted to bring this up because I don't think we talked about it, but there's a Pokemon Red and Pokemon. Oh, we've talked about blue it. Blue movie in development. Yeah, we talked about um, that. But Detective Pikachu's crushing with with fans. It seems like who have gotten early access to it. Uh, critically, it's at seventy one percent fresh, which honestly I'm I'm very happy with. It's apparently, I mean. Most of the main critics I follow have loved it, thought it was a ton of fun. It was definitely the first good video game movie, uh, and I'm super stoked to see it. I, I think I'll probably see it Friday. I, I really mm-hmm. do want to see that as early as possible. I grew up loving Pokemon, watched the anime, collected the cards, played the games, as every other child probably did. Um, so, yeah, guys, I, I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts. Uh, do you think they're going with the way they've they've done detective Pikachu so far in terms of like what you've seen in the trailers. Do you think they're going in the right direction artistically and, um, uh, tone wise for the Pokemon franchise? Uh, yeah. I mean, I like the way they portrayed the, the Pokemon in live action, uh, a million times better than what they're doing with Sonic. That's for sure. But it's hey, gonna be... <laughs> give them a chance. They're fixing it. God, God, see the fact that they have to fix it is upsetting. <laughs> Uh, it's time to describe a meme. There's a meme that Tim sent us. Or I, <laughs> I said Tim. We haven't had this segment. In a while. I said Tim. It's a, the first. The first image is 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 the ex the uh, Tie Fighter charging towards Ray and the <laughs> and the 
Rise of Skywalker trailer, and then the second image is Jim Carrey and that little flying drone thing and <laughs> the Sonic thing. Yeah. And then the second image is Ray jumping over the TIE fighter, like attacking it, and it just is a hilarious, hilarious photo. Um, so that's the Describe a Meme segment. You guys definitely gotta gotta get that. I'm gonna uh, try and show uh, you this right now, Tanner. So, you know, I don't care about Pokemon. What? We don't care like, about you. I did like when I was a kid, right? I watched the show. I bought the cards. Nice. Um, <laughs> I never actually played the card game, though. Um, I I never played it. I just collected the cards. And then on a road trip with um, my friends, I one of them let me play Pokemon Silver for like the car ride there. Ooh, what a good uh, friend. We played the Pokemon Stadium mini games back in the day on the Nintendo 64. Mm -hmm. I had the Hey You Pikachu edition Nintendo 64. Mm -hmm. uh, that's just what my parents got for me. Mm. That's the extent of uh, Pokemon in my life. I liked them a lot when I was a kid. The little toys and everything had those. Yeah. You still have the Hey You Pikachu Nintendo 64? I think they gave that away. Oh. Which is a big, huge bummer. Oh, damn. Um. But anyways, I don't give a care now. I've. It, it does not have a place in my heart anymore. Well, I care enough about Pokemon. I haven't played any of the games in a while because I feel like the games have stuck to the exact same formula. Yeah, and it's become really repetitive. I just don't find them challenging. Is the thing is like they aren't challenging for me. Like I, yeah. I know I'm gonna beat these guys, and it's super easy. Mm -hmm. And I just don't find the game as enthralling as it used to be. I'm really hoping with the Nintendo Switch version, they have like difficulty modes where you actually have to consider, like, for instance, like in these games. When do I ever use like? When do I ever use like? Uh, what is it? X speed. X speed, or like use the the sand the dust thing where you like sand attack where you lower his fatigue. I'm like, I don't even consider their fatigue. I just button mash Charizards, fire spin, and I fuck them up, and that's it. Well, there's your first mistake. <laughs> it's using fire spin. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. But I just use the Pokemon's most powerful move, and then I destroy the guys easily after you yeah. get them to certain rank. So I don't find I it agree. fun. I want them to, if they put in a higher level thing, like, hey, there's there's beginners, medium, hard, and expert. Do that. I would love to actually try and dive into the game and understand the yep. actual, like, understand, oh, how can I beat this guy? Oh, I'm going to have to use, I'm going to have to use, what is it? What was it again? Like a tail spin, uh, tail whip, or whatever. Oh, sand attack, or sand whatever. attack, yeah. and tail spin, and all these things to actually so give myself an edge. But they don't do that. So I haven't been in as involved in Pokemon because of that. But I still, I still like Pokemon. It's still a part of my part of my identity in a way. Right. Yeah. And I mean, so did you ever play? Um, what is it? Pokemon Pokemon Coliseum. Yeah. See, that oh, one yeah. was kind of challenging. That oh, was a little bit more challenging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good See, dude, I forgot about Pokemon Coliseum, that cool little that, arm sleeve he had to capture other people's Pokemon. Yeah. See, that was a fun game. Tanner's looking really confused. It was the first, like, uh, it's like what would be the description? A non flat RPG. A first RPG. RPG. It was a great game. Yeah, man. for the GameCube, where um, essentially you had to go around and defeat a bunch of trainers, and they like had, was it Shadow Pokemon or something? Basically, you had to release them, and then you tried to catch them. Um, 
But yeah, the shadow Pokemon. Overall, yeah. see, that was a challenging game. It was fun because it was open. Yeah. Um, you really got to explore the Fuck, environment. Fuck, this is not the movie. What? We're not. This is a movie podcast, boys. This wow. Pokemon video. <laughs> I can't handle this conversation. Wow. I, I'm, well. I'm giving negative shits about Pokemon right now. I, I, okay. All right. Well, let's move on to something Tanner wants to talk about. <laughs> Damn. Uh, so wait, why does your but, back hurt? Digimon. <laughs> oh God, there's a uh, there's um Digimon were cooler. Fuck you. There is uh, so that that Detective Pikachu I think is setting the right tone. See, you know what'd be exciting for if they made a red and blue. I think that was me for if they made a red and blue movie where they had it be like Bandersnatch. I think we talked about this before. Um, where yeah. you could actually choose, make your own decisions, um, and just kind of. You That'd know, proceed through. That'd be interesting. I, 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 um, to go off Tanner's point, there was like when he's like, you know, I just don't know if it held a place in my heart anymore. I was kind of, I was kind of like a, a stagnant, um, on the franchise. Like I was excited to see the movie, but it wasn't like I'm super pumped. Right. And I wasn't sure I was going to like it. But then I watched that trailer where Mewtwo showed up and I like oddly freaked out a little bit. I was like, oh, and I was like, like it just came out of me without me even. I didn't even know what was happening. Yeah. I was just watching it, and then Mewtwo shows up, and I was like, "What?" And then I, I, and I kind of thought there for a second. I was like, "That wasn't even." It's like someone took over my body and what said the that. Hell was that? I was like, "That was." Just, and then when I realized, like, "Oh, that was genuine excitement for something yep. completely unexpected." That something I kind of care about. So, right. Uh, I was. That's like, oh, okay. I actually do care about this movie more than I thought, and I do want to see it. Yep. I do want to see a Pokemon cinematic universe. Yeah, it, it it'll be exciting to see kind of what they do with it. Um, I mean, I enjoyed the movies as a kid and the TV show, so it'll be some nostalgia. But yeah, I, I guess. Kind of as Tanner alluded, where he liked it as a kid, he doesn't really care much about it now. I can definitely see it where I find some enjoyment, but I just have don't have much excitement for it. I'm curious to see if we're gonna get Ash, Detective Pikachu, if he's gonna show up at like the last scene, or if he's just gonna sneak in there in the background. I would probably freak out a little bit if we got a live action Ash out of nowhere. I'd be like, oh my god, Jacob Tremblay, Jacob, hey, mm, no, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs> he's Batman and Ash. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just imagining Timothy Chalamet playing Ash like he's done every single one of his characters. This kind of cold, uncaring face that he carries around. It's super dramatic. And like he's like, hey. And then I'm Ash. Hands Pikachu an apricot. Oh, my good God almighty. You... What in the hell have you brought upon this cursed land? Wait, hold up. Can you guys hear me through the mic? No, I think I think Speak. you got cut off because oh, of your last shit. comment. I'm turned off. I can hear you just Who fine. Turn my mic off. I can I think, hear you just I think fine. You did. I I don't know how long I've had it turned off. I can hear you just fine. Well, he just turned it. I on. just turned it back on. <laughs> but you, I could. Did, Tim said he could hear you when you said. Well, I could before, you but could I hear think, me I through think, your ears, probably. But no, no, no. I think it was after you got upset. 
you know, when we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I put my hand. I must have turned it yeah. off. Okay. I think that's well, why I haven't it said off. anything well, in a while. Our so. viewers yeah. are going to be very thankful God, this for is that like span classic, you know, playing Xbox <laughs> Live when you mute yourself and then you forget to unmute yourself. I still, yeah. what do you mean classic? <laughs> I still do that. <laughs> yeah, you're just I'm, I'm literally playing Apex, my friends, having a great conversation. And then I look down, I'm like, shit. And I unmute myself. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, tea time? And he's like, where'd you go? And I was like, God, I've been having this great conversation with you for 30 minutes, and you haven't replied to one thing. Yeah, dude, your brother was amazing at that. He would mute himself for like 20 to 30 minutes at a time. I have no idea. Usually, I've, dude, I'm, I'm, a very, I'm a very worrying gamer. When like with when anyone mutes their mic for very long, I'm like, even like three minutes, I'm like, hey, you there? Yeah. I'm like checking in on him. Hey, you there? Just to make sure, because I don't, yeah, um, I don't want them to feel like they're not being able to take play in the game. But that's gonna do it for today's podcast, boys. We had a discussion on quite a lot of things. Talked about that uh, mm-hmm. the 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 prospects of what could be a uh, Detective Pikachu Pokemon universe. I think that could be a really enticing thing. Very excited for a blue or a red movie. Well, very excited is a strong word. I'm intrigued by a red and blue movie. And I'm excited to see Detective Pikachu this weekend for sure, though. I think that's probably going to be a Friday viewing for me. And by the time we come back here next week to do this podcast, we're actually going to have seen a new movie to discuss at the beginning instead of saying, like, we were talking about last last time we saw Endgame. That's true. But I feel like uh, before, like three podcasts leading up to that, we're like, I haven't seen anything new yet. I, mean, I don't know. I feel like I've been slacking, so I need to do better. There's so many new movies you can see. We re-watch, re ah, watch a lot of movies, too. So. Yeah. Um, real quick guys also something you can do that I always want to point out if you're a listener and you have a question a topic a suggestion you always know you can reach out to us on a social concern. media concern uh, is, is Tanner been awfully rude is Tim being a jerk is Max a bad host you can leave those things when are we going to get the Christopher Nolan podcast when are we going to get the Nolan podcast you can always reach out to us on Twitter at Cinemaxtic. You can read, reach out on Instagram at CinemaxticPod. And CinemaxticPod at gmail.com is our email. You can send stuff there. But something that I think is really cool and interactive, very much like you would on the radio, if you download the Anchor app itself and you search Cinemaxtic in the search bar, you'll find us. And right next to our name, it'll say, leave a voice message. There you can record up to a one-minute long voice message for us. We will patch that into the podcast as we record it, and we're going to answer it and talk about it. So it's kind of a fun way for you to get interactive oh. with the with the podcast. It's a fun way for you to, you know, contribute to the community that I, I, we're, I'm and all of us are trying, you know, hard to build and, and build mm-hmm. a following. So uh, we would love if you guys did that. Seriously, anything you want to talk about, movies, uh, topics, send it our way. We'd love to bring it up. Uh, they could be funny questions. They could be serious. We will talk about them. Um, guys, I just want to thank you again for listening to today's episode of Cinemaxic. This is episode, let's see, what episode is this? 23. 23. Episode 23, you have been with us for the long haul, and I really, really appreciate it. Got lots of great stuff to come. As always, I have my buddy Tanner Rush across the table here. Tanner, where can the people find you? At Danger Rush on Instagram and Letterboxd. Thank you for coming on. Tim, to my right as always as well, where can the people find you? At Temptrist, at Letterboxd or Instagram. And as always, I'm your host, Max Leadham, at Max Fozzi on Instagram, Letterboxd, Twitter. And uh, uh, Tim and I are running all those social media accounts too, so you can always reach out to us there. Thank you guys so much again for listening. I appreciate it. We'll see you again next week for a new episode of Cinemaxtic. Until then, uh, uh, until then, we'll see you. Bye. Bye. Bye.